On today's episode, why robots with only two legs? Today's episode is brought to you by engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on engineering.com TV today. There are few technologies which have been more anticipated, predicted, and desired than humanoid robotics. It's been the stuff of science fiction since silent movies, and everyone from Fritz Lang to Steven Spielberg has presented a future where robots walk, talk, and work with machines that look similar to us. Now, Boston Dynamics is famously capable bipedal robots, and Elon Musk is working on one as we speak. But from an engineering perspective, are we sure that walking upright on two legs is the smartest solution? Now, for humans, as for bipedal robots, stability requires active management. The autopilot on an airplane may seem to hold the aircraft on a steady course, but in fact, it flies a course that constantly deviates from the desired trajectory, constantly correcting with servos adjusting control surfaces more or less all the time. It's the same for humans, as our proprioceptors in our feet send unconscious signals to our brains that keep our center of mass from shifting outside our footprint, and we reflexively contract muscles as necessary to stay upright. Now, we don't have to think to stand up. Bipedal robots don't need a system quite as complex and can rely on things like gyroscopes and inertia sensors to keep the machine upright with the machine's center of mass within its footprint area. But it's an incredibly complex problem. And Boston Dynamics has published a humorous outtake reel showing the many times that its development machines topple. Now, it's remarkable that human beings can learn to do this so early. But given the high degree of hardware and software needed to achieve stability as it stands, why is it imperative to have robots that stand on two feet? Now, in the case of Boston Dynamics, their most commercially successful product is the small four-legged dog-like machine, which can be fitted with a very dexterous arm and general-purpose gripper, which can be used to, among other things, open doors. Now, four legs are a major advantage, offering intrinsic static stability and a lower center of gravity. And to do useful work with a gooseneck arm, keeping that weight low has beneficial effects on payload handling as well. I believe that there's a general consensus that the Holy Grail, a personal assistive consumer robot, will require machines that roughly look and walk like a child. Now, I'm not sure this is correct. I suspect that the first practical robots will be like the Boston Dynamics unit, a small dog with a goose-like neck and general-purpose gripper. With two optical sensors in the end effector for binocular vision and sufficient computing capability, this kind of machine ought to be able to do what we all want it to do. Do the laundry, clean the bathrooms and kitchen, take out the trash, and generally tidy up. Look at Star Wars. The eloquent, shiny gold robot C-3PO was bipedal. But R2-D2, the useful robot, was shaped more like the kinds of units available commercially today. Two legs are good, but four legs may be better. Well, that's it for this week's episode of End of the Line. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.